The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Duncan is um, less present than ever. What the hell's going on? I don't understand. He said things it. would be different this time. I don't want to. Like, I'm starting to feel a little bit like a maths bride. <laughs> he is. He said he was going to change. You know, he said he was going to change. He would be here for all the pods. He'd have more time. He wrote leave. He wrote stay. He said it would be okay. <laughs> Welcome along to The Real Pod. My name's Jan Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey um, and Duncan Grieve in absentia. The spirit of Duncan Grieve lives on in all of us. What's he doing? What, what, what are he up he's to? In, uh, he's in Whirly Bobs, I believe. Oh, okay. That's something. nice. Work. I think it's the, premiere, it's the premiere of Elements of Truth tonight. Fantastic ah. new spin-off documentary, uh, which by the time this goes live should be up on our website. Uh, go and watch it. It's really, I mean, I haven't actually seen the final cut, but I've seen a trailer. <laughs> the trailer. looks <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> it looks amazing. Uh, I will say this. Don't watch it just now. Listen to this podcast for the moment, if that's okay with you. We are about to dive into Treasure Island fans versus, well, Wardy versus Faves uh, week four. <laughs> Is it now? I've lost count. Now I think that the show the is island. actually just called Wardy and the Boys. <laughs> Woody and the boys versus women. Um, we are a reality TV recap podcast. We also occasionally dive into some real news, and we are actually going to start the show with some real news this week. So let's get into it. Look, this is a, a super deep cut, and anyone who has come to listen to this podcast in the last probably I don't know, four years, won't know the original reference. Um, but to set the scene, many moons ago, Alex Duncan and I went to the TV awards. On our way in the Uber, we saw a fellow who had had a bad shoe situation. Uh, he has forever since been known as Flappy Shoe. He um, was crossing the road. I think it's important to for those who are new, and when we say new, we mean anyone who's joined in the last five years, because <laughs> um, this did happen you know, a very long time ago. It was one of the really busy crossings on Queen Street. It was peak, you know, hour of everyone leaving work and stuff. And this poor soul, and so, you know, soul in two ways. That is a, in a that sense. Is a good pun. That was actually amazing. Um, <laughs> was walking with it. In my head now, he's holding a briefcase. Is that accurate? Yeah, some, I feel like it was a satchel, you know? <laughs> yeah. Classic businessman. And his shoe, one of his shoes, the sole had completely detached from the bottom, flapping about, and he was trying to just glide on by like nothing was going on, and we were losing our minds. But it wasn't really a glide. He was really... Um, 
lifting the <laughs> the affected leg really high, so like a full sort of 90-degree knee situation um, so that he wasn't sort of slapping and flapping the shoe on the ground, uh, yeah. but acting as if life completely normal, like walking this ridiculous school of funny walks, silly walks, whatever it is. It was and, Mr. Uh, Magoo. Yeah, yeah. This week, lovely Erin, a corny, sent me an Instagram reel of Tony Streets. Tony Street has suffered flappy shoe this week. It is a great video. There's a slow-mo. She's wearing a pair of lovely um, Lacoste sneakers. Doesn't do much for the brand, I have to tell you that. Um, And full sole, I think probably about maybe one inch, one and a half inches still attached at the toe. Um, but man, she pulls off the stride. She's not doing, she's not doing a ministry of silly walks walk. No, she's, they always she's, yeah, like you say, they have to slow it down to almost frame by frame to actually see what's going on. Which you wouldn't, you know, notice it if you had, if you didn't if you didn't have it slowed down. Like, where did one acquire such skill? And obviously, original Flappy Shoe didn't go to the place that teaches you these things. I hate to cast aspersions on our Tony. Do you think she's been here before? Oh, she might have been. She might have. It does look like a, a professional flappy walk, you know? Um, <laughs> does. <laughs> Tony, if you're listening and you're most certainly not, we'd love to hear the details. Yeah, and I want to know what happens next. Probably go pop down the cobblers, wouldn't she? You'd go to Gemmell's on Simon Street in Auckland and just um, probably some, some excellent glue would do the job there, I think. Just a bit of shoe glue. Yeah, it's just great hey. to see it back in the conversation, you know. Yeah, may it forever live on. We know it will. Thanks, Erin, for that, for that um, submission. Uh, in other real news, I haven't done my video messages to all the people who um, who donated for Team Jane uh, to the spin-off members, and I am going to do it. I'm just letting you know if you've been sort of refreshing your emails and so on, uh, it's not that it's gone to your junk, it's that I am junk and I just haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> and now I'm off the show and it's not even exciting anymore and... <laughs> Classic real pod approach to things, but it is coming. That much I'll this tell is exciting. you. You have been dealing with a health crisis at home, though, haven't you? Oh, the voms, the worst. Not me, my daughter, but oh, I'm an emetophobe, which means I'm like completely phobic of vomiting, and I had full scale panic attacks. It's just the worst. It wasn't just that like classic one vom, one and done, feeling better after a few hours. It was like going and going and going. Poor thing, she was so rinsed. And here's me feeling sorry for myself. Where do you think this vomit thing has come from? Is it like, have you always had it? In terms of your fear of vomit, not where the literal vomit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. I don't know. If it, like often it's tied to some sort of vomit-based trauma as a child. And uh, it's more common than you think. It's one of the most common phobias that exists. And like it, it stopped me from going out as a teenager. Like I used to not want to go to restaurants or movie theatres. Um, wow. As a result, because you were scared someone would vomit. Yeah, or that I would vomit. And I vomited in a movie theatre. Okay, You're right I don't to be need, scared. You're I don't right need to be this, scared. You know, I don't need I'm this. I'm sorry. It's just my truth. <laughs> Titanic 3D. Be careful out there. Oh yeah, it's getting re-released this year. Oh no, stay I'm vigilant. Not going. No, <laughs> stay vigilant. That's me inside, even more so than usual for the next year. <laughs> uh, so I've had some good exposure therapy over the weekend, anyway, and um, and we're all back to we're all back to. She's fighting fit. She's home today, still recovering. Um, starting to eat some solid foods. Who cares? Let's talk about Treasure Island, where someone else is quite sick. Someone else True. is really unwell, and we didn't really get the full story. They teased we didn't. last week. 
Oh, hang on. We need to play the sting. We need, need to, to do the sting. sting. We need to do the sting. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> okay, well, it was a good segue, but we had to do the sting. It's beautifully done. I hate to I hate to sort of upset it like a flappy shoe in the middle there. <laughs> <laughs> Susan DeVoy was sick as a dog. And we got a tease at the end of last week's shows to, to make it look like we were going to hear all about it this week but then in this week's show they were like last week on Treasure Island and just showed it in the preview. This is interesting and this has actually happened before. I remember us talking about something that's existed in the, the liminal space <laughs> between two episodes and I wonder if it's like having worked in post-production at Warner Brothers, I wonder if there's just like a disconnect in communication between the post-directors or something happens in the final moments and it, something gets moved and tweaked and then it just falls out. Because it looked really serious to me and it looked like the kind of thing that would be a central sort of point to include in an episode. I don't know. Do you know more about it? I do know more about what happened. I suspect maybe, I don't know, I don't know if maybe it was the kind of thing where she needed proper medical treatment and it just wasn't appropriate to have the cameras there or it, it, I think it happened after everyone had wrapped and so perhaps one camera uh. kind of had been boosted down to the camp but then she would have been taken away to the medics and then I guess they don't necessarily want to show all the behind the scenes of that kind of stuff but it, it still feels like they could have included something a little more to explain what had happened. My understanding is that she was feverish, she was unwell um, in, in, in ways that you can imagine, much like okay. a gastro bug type thing. Oh my gosh. And, uh, and so she was looked after by the medics overnight and of course woke up the next morning and said, I'm Susan Bloody Devoy and there's no way I'm leaving this island without a fight and just went back straight back into the game. Here's a little behind-the-scenes tidbit that I think is quite interesting. When I made it back to accommodation that night, had my shower, went to have tea with the crew and all that kind of thing, they were like, if it comes to it, would you be prepared to go back into the game? <gasps> Susan's not well. Wow. Yeah. That would have been random. <laughs> like, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't. I feel like stranger things have happened, you know, like... In the sense, I suppose, that like on Dancing people, with the Stars, they did that. <laughs> yeah, and they bring back, they bring back, um, you will, or people sort of like Karen eliminating herself after someone's just lost a challenge, after Courtney lost her challenge last year. Like, technically, Courtney was gone. She was mm. supposed to be out of the show, but Karen said, no, me instead. This is just the Susan DeVoy medical emergency version of that. Uh, and I think Susan would have been perfectly happy for me to go back in were it not that there's no way in hell she was going to um, leave the island unless her intestines were hanging out, you know? <laughs> it would have also <laughs> given a new gravitas to your watch your backs <laughs> at the very yeah. end. <laughs> Everyone's got that so wrong. It wasn't me saying watch your backs for, about me. It was about, like, watch your backs from each other. There was some of my little exit speech that was missing about how kind of like we're starting to see people are not telling the truth to each other so everyone watch your backs from mm. your other contestants not because i plan on like sneaking out of the hotel <laughs> i'm still not convinced i'm still not convinced that you're going to come parasailing in at the final moment <laughs> just like scoop up the treasure <laughs> Honestly, it's the weirdest experience watching it back because I'm also not convinced. I, when I'm watching 
when I was watching that uh, the, the one we were stacking the plates and I was like, oh, don't drop it, Jane, even though I knew that I didn't. And then same again with the, with the stacking of the little sea creatures, I'm like, oh, maybe I actually did win this somehow. <laughs> Doesn't seem plausible that I don't. <laughs> Is it fun for you watching now without the stress of having to watch yourself or do you feel Oh, my God, yes. You feel so much more fun. So much more fun because there's none of that anxiety about like what what are they going to make it look like I've said here? <laughs> what are they going to make it look like I'm thinking? I Like to be fair, like most of it was pretty on the button, but there were definitely a few things over the course of my time there that I'm like, eh, you're missing some context. But I'm not like upset with my portrayal in general. Um, mm. But it's still you just never know. You just never know when you're watching it. If, if that, and also I guess not knowing what other people might have said. Um, yeah. You know, it's not. It wasn't like a hundred percent nice seeing Lance and Maddie losing trust in me, but at the same time, I felt like it suited them. I think they needed to lose, lose trust in me for them to keep going with their sort of bro code. Um, so it was just a nice narrative for them, and I I felt it. So it just affirmed everything that I thought. Um, but it's still, you know, like you still want to just shake the tail and go, "No, I was loyal to you to the end." <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I don't know if this is like a coincidence or not, kind of a boring week. And we didn't have our Jane to, to watch through the game. I mean, there were, I have, I do have to say, like, I think we went pretty hard on Art Green last week. This week, I have we got a little bit more, more respect for our, our man. He is playing this game, like, take away those physical challenges, and he now has to rely on his brains and his um, acting abilities to fake <laughs> Having diarrhea. I'm get like, that man on Shoreland Street. He was so good. I'm not cool with faking being sick. I mean, I'm okay with Jodie Rimmer faking a spew because she's about to be put up. This is a weird turnaround where Art was faking being sick so that they would put him into the game thinking he was weakened. Yeah. It, it's like it's incredible strategy. Amazing that it worked. Like absolutely iconically amazing that it worked. But it is weird when you start playing on people's actual kind of like out of the game sympathy kind of, you know, being sick is you do worry about people when they're sick. And then to find mm. out that not even remotely sick, that feels like a little bit ick. But we did go pretty hard on him last week. We did. We did. Even to get the – it was when the medics got involved that I was kind of like, that's not right. These people are at work. These people are yeah. hard at work. These are hardworking people. <laughs> those medics are so lovely. So, Do you think so they nice. were like – do you think they were in on it or were they like, you're bullshitting us, mate? The medics are completely independent, so I don't know how much they are in on things. Um, but they are, like, completely independent from the production. So – you know, you could tell the medics things in confidence and it wouldn't even make it back to production. So I don't know where the, um, you know, where, where the lines cross. But I feel like there's every chance they just were doing their jobs. Mm. But, you know, that's what they're there to do. I suppose part of it might be the psychology of Izzy faking it. Who knows? We need an interview with the medics. <laughs> we never even talked about Maddie last week having his faint. I know. Oh, my gosh. So horrible. So the man horrible. turned to and jelly and he went grey. So weirdly, watching it back on the TV, I was like, that almost could have looked like he was just faking it because all you see is him sort of stand up and collapse down. Sitting up on the tower where I was watching down on him, it was terrifying. Like his eyes rolled into the back of his head. They didn't have that camera angle on him, but his eyes rolled into the back of his head and his tongue did something I can't even explain, but it wasn't right. 
and <laughs> I thought something really, really bad had happened. I thought it was some Jeez. sort of a seizure, and um, and it was yeah, it was just it was really, really scary. And it also went on a lot longer than it showed in the edit, which is unsurprising. So mm. it was actually far more dramatic, believe it or not, in real life than it was on the television. But then five minutes later, one of my favorite moments of the whole experience, I look over and there's Maddie, and you can see it if you go onto Celebrity Treasure Island um, Instagram, he's doing a social. He's like holding out the camera going, hi guys, don't worry, I'm okay. And it's just like, what is this world? Wow, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Wait, what phone? What do you mean? What phone? Well, one of the crew, you know, whoever's looking oh, after I social, see. one of the crew. Oh, so so they like had him over. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I but love he was, he, to be fair, he was fine. He was fine. It was, you know, it was just a faint at the end of the day, which was not too serious. But um, it just seemed like a really crazy contrast. <laughs> it was a, a wave of craziness. We've all been there interviewing Tina Cross. Oh, yeah. Shall we talk about this week? Let's do it. Okay, what happened, Alex? Because I haven't got notes. Well, I kind of just talked about art. I mean, do we want to go bit by bit? Because it's kind of boring. <laughs> the upside-down really... basketball challenge. I loved that one. I loved that. That was hilarious to watch. That was a good charity challenge. Susan Devoy just really, uh, she really brought it, you know. She got scrappy. Um, it, it felt had... like if you were a tall, big dude, you could just block the net. But what's new? <laughs> Right. But then Susan was doing little sidesteps, you know. She yeah. was being kind of scrappy. Um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she with... sort of moved those little goggles just above her eye line. <laughs> she probably did some crazy thing folding her eyelids inside out. That's true. And then it counteracts the upside downness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's exactly how there was it one, There was one move where she just, I was like, there's no way you have got upside down vision right now. When she just like snuck around the side and like, Popped it straight in, nothing but net. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. And Lance was like, riff, riff. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had also the ball ticklers versus the ball fondlers. A lot of filth, a lot of filth on a family a show. A lot of filth, a lot of filth. Uh, um, Alex King revealed her advantage back at camp uh, mm-hmm. that she gets to put someone up. Was that it? Yep, she gets to put someone up and we have the face-off uh, where the prize is to put the other person up. And God damn it, if it's not just my luck, the day I leave the competition, they have a full puzzle face-off. And I'm so good at those. (laughs) I'm so good at those bloody triangle, like figuring out how many triangles are in those things. I do those things on Facebook all the time and nail them. (laughs) Damn it. Honestly, Mm. a travesty. I don't know why. Why did they save, like, to do four puzzles at once and nothing earlier? (laughs) (laughs) I do not know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe unless they were thinking long-term that this was going to be what would be Art Green's downfall, but it wasn't because Wardy took it out and obviously Wardy's BFFs with Art. (laughs) Yeah, the problem is that Art Green can't have a downfall as long as Lance and Wardy and to some extent Maddie are all aligned with him. Yeah. Um, But Wardy smashed it. He did great. Proud of Wardy. Oh, he was so good. And he got that amazing feast. I'm full team Wardy now. I have to be because he's the only fan left. And I want to be. And he is. Like, he is a really good player. He is a challenge beast, as Maddie McLean said. He is. And, dude, he's still there. Like, it doesn't really matter what you say about the Mr. Magoonis of it all and, (laughs) you know, maybe making some bun calls and aligning himself based on, you know, fan worship versus strategy. He's, He's there. He's the only fan left. And as of the end of this week, he's top six. Yeah. 
And like, he's in a good spot. You and know? he's in a good Art spot. Art really likes him. And so he could, like, shank Art in the back, you know. Not that I think he will, because I think Art means more to Wardy than maybe anyone else <laughs> on, on, in the that's world. The true, that's the true treasure. There's a lot of yeah. referencing, like, going for beers. This beer, this fabled beer with Art Grain. Oh, my God. They should tell, sell tickets. <laughs> I would pay tickets. Pay, pay good money to go and witness that. <laughs> Um, he has that beautiful uh, Fijian feast and takes along, who does he take? Maddie, Lance, I think, the boys. Yeah. And um, meanwhile, back at camp, just got to shout out Joe Cotton again for turning out another incredible makeup look, just sweeping cat eye. Oh, like, yeah. All the way across. You know, Joe later has sort of like, I think rightly, sort of a meltdown about how the challenges haven't really been built around people like her and I was like give us a glow up challenge you know give us a makeover give us a Harley Quinn cosplay challenge it's unfair I mean I feel like I feel like a battle braids or a french braids kind of challenge is very specific to island life and fits perfectly (laughs) within the show and I'd love to see that you know a bunch of mannequins all lined up with (laughs) who does the best braid yes (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, maybe that's why we're not making television. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has the lowdown on everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. Join some of the superstars of the investment and business world as they share advice from their time in the US so you can make your mahi count in this massive market. The Investment Fix Podcast, brought to you by Invest New Zealand. Tune in today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But then Joe went up against Art Green and gave him a really good run. It didn't look like it at first, but man, oh, that was, and that was another one where I knew the result because I actually shared a plane home with Joe because I was still back at the hotel when she got out. Lucky. Um, Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, we sat next to her. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. What She's was quite scared like? of flying, death grip on me the whole time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but it was a lovely bonding experience. But um, she also gave me like the most amazing, I have to <laughs> say, the most amazing Mai Tai fueled motivational speech. Um, after she got out on that, that night, we just sat there and she just, Aww. like, it probably went for 15 minutes straight of her just gassing me up. And it was, I, I still think about it all the time. <laughs> Love Joe Cotton. I've been obsessed with um trying to find. Do you remember that Anika Moore unleashed the first season and the finale was her getting True Bliss back together? Yes. 
And they did this thing. They got them all back together. I think it like Roundhead, and they did a performance yeah. of Tonight. When Joe Cotton comes in for her bit in that song, oh, I burst into tears every time. She's just a fantastic singer. She got on the mic at the hotel. Oh, it was Joe. just incredible. I just have like very fond memories of us. We got a whole day together um, at the hotel because there were no flights the day after I got out. Um, and we went for a lovely swim in the pool. Like we had such a nice time. So I've got this kind of like two-pronged memory of Treasure Island. One which is like hell on earth but amazing and challenging and all that. And then just like fun times with Joe. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Fun times with Joe would watch. <laughs> I do want to know more about this table, this fa- this table that was shooting up those sticks. Because was Jaden controlling it or was there yes. some poor soul throwing no, things up? No, I feel like I could see Jaden moving like his leg or something, like like a pedal. That uh, okay. was my feeling. Um, and, and interestingly, of course, when they walk into the elimination arena, there's just this table there. There's no way of knowing what kind of challenge this is. So mm. for Alex, uh, Wardy puts up Joe first, right? And then Alex puts up Art. And it was a risky move because, of course, she doesn't want to lose Joe, but this could be the opportunity to get Art out. And it doesn't, on the face of it, necessarily look like a physical challenge. Um, yeah. Could have easily been some sort of a puzzle or riddle or something. Uh, but ultimately it is a reflex challenge and I guess there's potentially a certain reach advantage. I don't know, but. Yeah. But I mean, Joe, Joe, yeah, right at the end, it literally came down to that last, that last grab and Art lives to see another day. And he got like a million more stones this week. Did he get another clue? And then he got that stone that was in, that was just right on the sign, like at the start of a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That challenge pissed me off. <laughs> the challenge Which one was they had oh, to balance. The, the balancing one, yeah. It pissed me it off because I, it pissed me off because I was like, as a shorty with zero reach, there's just like no way. And I can see, you know, Susan Devoy did quite well because she, like, she's an international squash player, so she has kind of whippet moves on her. Um, but some, like, I would that would all anyone would have to do is hold it up, and I'd never be able to reach it ever. Mm. Like, not mm. in a million years. And Lance won, right? Which goes to show yeah, Lance the longest won. reach, the most success. And that's true of everything. And he's also very, you know, he's a dancer, so his reflexes and everything are very quick. Lana did did quite well, though. Lana did do well, yeah. I'm just a bitter and twisted old soul. I'm just uh, looking <laughs> at everything thinking how shit I would be at it, but actually probably not just my height, probably just the fact that I'm a bit of a Gumby, you know? <laughs> Maybe you could go under and give it a little head bump. Yeah, you know? would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. If that's an option, then I'm away laughing. A little we need to get her back on the island. Yeah, <laughs> surprise him. <laughs> and it was after this challenge, I think, that we started to see the unraveling of Maddie McLean. Um, it was his partner's birthday. He was clearly like going through it, having a really big cry, and I felt really bad for him. But I did also write his eye color pops when he's crying. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and I think many would appreciate that. Silver lining, you know. Um, (laughs) In the Discord on Monday night, because Maddie has been faithful in the Discord, Cam Mansell's been popping in there, Um, Katie Middleton's been in there, I'm in there most of the time as well. So it's been a a real insider's kind of a um, chat that's been going on in there. Maddie is truly the everyman. He's he's like so, like he should have been on the fans team. He's a huge fan of the show, um, but also he's that person who like, it gets to him. 
Mm-hmm. He shows real emotion. It messes with his head. It's all of his own doing. Like, man has yeah. so many alliances. But he, yeah, he was really, like, nervous or didn't want to watch Tuesday night's episode because he knew it was going to be one where he was, like, very emotional, and he was. But I'm like, dude, that's so relatable. Totally. Own it. Be proud of it. It's good television, and it's so real because I feel like, you know, for some of the other celebrities, it's not as – I don't know. They don't take it all quite as personally as someone like it's, Maddie does. Yeah. And I think to use um, a Love Islandism, it's not that deep for most of them. It's not it's not that deep for most of them, but I think for the fans it was that deep for all of them. So mm. it is a yeah, it's something that I found really relatable to see that. I thought it was so good because not only do we get to see this like incredibly vulnerable side of someone who is like extraordinarily famous like he's on tv yes. every single morning i've been i I've watching breakfast in the morning because i'm lonely and i've got no one to talk to and it feels like i'm talking to jenny mayanko <laughs> um, but like to have him opening up like that but then also to give the other teammates a chance to console him and kind of mm. go through that i really liked seeing like later lance kind of have this quite deep and meaningful with him about him being his own worst enemy and like getting him to open up. And Dame Susan said this amazing thing where she's like, I'd rather be a kind, creative and clever person Mm. than some kind of man mountain. And Mm. I was just like, that's really awesome, you know. I like seeing them all come together and like actually deal with it like adults and be really supportive of him. This is why I love this show so much because these celebrities, we do see a side to them um, that – is, can be completely unexpected and like having Dame Susan say that like that's the Dame Susan that, that I saw I saw lots of that sort of stuff from her and um, I don't know that it's shown that much on the telly but seeing that like didn't surprise me at all she has this amazing way of kind of making you feel strong and empowered while also being empathetic um, mm. you know like just totally validating your your big emotional dumps and then um, and then kind of like gassing you up but in a no-nonsense way and you know it's coming from Dame Susan so she's not just saying that to be nice like she's saying it because she believes it woman doesn't say shit she doesn't you know what I mean like she's she she speaks the truth she's an oracle I want her to do some kind of speaking tour I know that's probably her worst nightmare but just like you know people come and just give her their problems (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine Dame Susan as the woman's weekly agony aunt So oh, good. I would love it. I would love it so much. Um, Can we have an agony out on the spinoff? I think we've got one coming. I think we've got one coming. Is it Dame Susan? Because if it's not, rip up that contract. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled. I will say this. I'm probably going to get in trouble. I won't say who it is, but um, it is It is a name. It is a name. So keep your eyes peeled on our website. Um, I mean, everyone's a name. Everything's a name, isn't it? <laughs> it's a name <laughs> brand. Um, how crazy was that brunch prize that they won? Donuts, lamingtons, sausages. I mean, that's going to send you straight to the low. Nah, those Becca guys have been eating like kings since day one. (laughs) You know, they're used to having really, really yummy meals. Might I remind you, the only face-off that Vi ever won, we won eggs and horrible coconut oil, um, but we did not win any elimination rights or anything. Like, that's it. We won some eggs. And they've had McDonald's, nachos, donuts. Steaks, pizza, don't. Like, they're actually eating really well at this point. Just noshing on cucumbers. 
when Art was like, donuts, lamingtons, sausages. And I was like, this is very Hungry Caterpillar vibes. (laughs) (laughs) He's just munching his way through this show. It was a very honest conversation at that brunch where most people went. The only people who didn't go were, was it Maddie and... Susan? Oh, I can't remember. No, I think it took Susan. Oh, I can't remember I either. Can't remember. I mean, everyone was there. Everyone, every man and his dog was there, and they ate all this food and discussed, you know, just sitting there going, Lance going, Oh, I'm going to put you up, <laughs> or I'm going to put you up. It's going to be one of you two going up, you know, kind of thing. And um, I guess respect. Lance just plays such a clever game because he has this kind of weird honesty, and then he has these really cute moments like when Maddie had unleashed his emotions on him and, and was like, you and me, Lance, to the end, we're in an alliance. And Lance's piece to camera says, oh, and my, you know, like my head is saying, no way. And my mouth says, yep, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's not like yeah. he's deceiving Maddie. It's just like he can't fight the kind of like the feeling sorry for him. So he kind well, of he means did, it when he, he says does, it. But he did go and kind of recap it to art pretty quickly in this way that mm. was a little... I don't know, felt slightly kind of mean to Maddie about the way he kind of reached out for Lance in that moment. I'm very yeah. interested to see, to try and understand how Lance thinks he's going to win this against Art because he must have a plan. He clearly, you can't get rid of Art at elimination, so does he just think it's like it's me and Art at the end and I'm just going to have to ball out the final hurdle? I think that he thinks maybe that he's got the smarts to beat Art in the final. Mm. I feel like... um I don't know. From what I've seen of Lance, he picks his person like he did with Chris Parker and he picks them and he's happy to be with them in the final. The final that they had where Chris won just goes to show that it isn't necessarily all about the biggest, strongest, fastest when it comes Mm. to the final, you know? Mm -hmm. So potentially art, maybe everything becomes a lot more level and he's like, well, I've got as much chance of beating Art as I do of beating Chris, and I couldn't, you know, or, you know, you just don't know. But I feel like Art's his guy at this point. Like, he's very, very solidly trying to keep Art in the game. I just want him to turn around and boot him out. Same, but maybe that will happen somehow, you know? I hope so. I mean, who else is left? I mean, look, everything is set up for a Maddie McLean redemption, right, for Maddie to take it out. Maddie really needs to smarten up and just and just. I mean, I think he set out Wardy in the chess challenge, which I have issues with this challenge. I'll get to that in a second. He set out Wardy because Wardy said he'd be good at that challenge, and I think Wardy probably would have been quite good. He's proven himself to be a puzzle and strategic mind in those things twice over. Um, and the only thing I think about if Wardy had won is that. Or if, oh, no, I don't know what I'm going to say. I was, whatever would have happened, even if Wardy had gone in, Art would have been safe because there's no way at any point was Wardy going to put Art up. Right. No. It was also. No, because that was the challenge to choose peers, wasn't it? Here's my thinking. Win. If Wardy had, to, to, if you won, if you won the chess challenge, you got to choose the peers for the next week, Right. Uh, yes. yes. And so Art won it against the odds. If Wardy, if, if um, Wardy had been in, he, he would have still, he would have separated Art and Lance because he would have wanted to go with Art. Yeah, yeah. So you kind Me of want you, Wardy, you want Wardy to win. 
But the only thing I will say about that is that Lance and Art probably could have convinced Wardy to put them together. To do anything. Yeah, to do like, literally. We'll get you so many beers after this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was also quite funny that Wardy sat down and immediately went, oh, chess, I love chess. I'm so yeah. good at chess. Just like keep that to yourself, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love him, though. I mean, you did say when we first got that cast list, you're like, you're going to get to know and love Wardy, and you were yeah. not wrong. Because we were like, yeah. who is this Dave Ward character? <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> The longest exactly. surviving fan on the show. Alex went home the night before. Wait, we didn't even talk about that, but Alex went home. No, that was a weird, another mystery box sort of bluffing game where they it felt like a captain's, objects. a captain's test kind of a kind of a one. And she went up against Lana, which I know would have been super hard because they're really close. Um, so you know, just more women <laughs> being sent home. Yeah, one yeah. after another, after another, Thanks. after another. <laughs> Completely. Um, at this point, I did want to make a, 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 a plea, really, for um, one of those objects for the RealPod Museum. We haven't really got... Oh, what yeah. have you got for us for the RealPod Museum, Jane, from your time on the show? I have Adam's drink bottle that was dressed up in blue, um, which is called Meryl. I have a. I have my two buffs. I've got my Vi buff and my Merge buff. I have a number of surely things i've i've got a i've got a few things i would like I think, a stone of power i ideally. don't have a stone of power i couldn't take it with me i had to give it to susan didn't i because i wanted her to win the game and i wanted to give her my power but do you and think you could use your stones of power now to AKA, retrieve a stone of power yeah exactly aka your your clout your connections to get us a stone of power for the real i'm putting it out into the universe right now i'm gonna channel katie and try and bring a stone of power into our possession. If anyone at Warner Brothers is listening, <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> Speaking of stones of power, at the start of episode twelve, there's more stones of power around than ever before. Lana gets the secret um, advantage oh, that says what a there's shit. three. What a I know shit there's advantage. three at camp, and 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 but she had no time to look for them because as soon no. as. They got back. There were all these cameras around, and it was just like mm. go time. Aunt Lance immediately saw the one hanging in the roof, and yeah, that was not only up that, but the, the, she she knew that she had to look at camp. The morning, the next morning, she woke up. She was looking around, and they weren't there. And so obviously, they were put there while they were off doing a challenge. And then they came back, and suddenly they were there, which meant she probably looked in those places and gone, "Not there." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And kind of discounted true. a lot of those places and then suddenly everyone else is spotting them and they end up with one? One maybe between them? Between, between her, her and Maddie? Yeah. Lance gets another one. So does so Susan someone gets one from up on the spy what do you call it? The, the crow's the, nest. The crow's <laughs> nest, yeah. And Art Green was in the toilet for the whole thing. <laughs> pretending. Pretending he's unwell. You know? I don't think at this no at this point he wasn't pretending though. No, he wasn't, but he used that to uh, his he started to use that to his um you know, just his various toilet traps. He's oh, like, five toilets to, got I've some poos, diarrhea. Hi <laughs> Green, what has become of, look at what has become of you. I love five You're on toilets. the toilet. You're on the toilet, you're on the TV talking about your toilets. Um what was funny is that pre arts um acting, he seemed quite open about talking about 
toilets. Like he said, bad time to take a dump and fully told the camp I was having a poo. But when it came to acting, it's like he suddenly got quite coy mm. <laughs> and was like, yeah, like just five toilets. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny to me. <laughs> he's always been open about the poo because he's always, he's always been a big supporter of the squatty potty. In fact, we had squatty potty yeah, conversations at night. I think that's probably one of the only conversations we had apart from the time that he shoved seven bloody vitamins down my throat and tried to make me swallow <laughs> them all at once. It's the real squatty potty. Um, um, okay, what did they do? They had to build a word on a balance thing for the individual face-off and Art Green won yeah. again. But not for long. Yeah, that's stole his prize. <laughs> I forgot about everyone forgot. Brie, Jaden, everyone forgot. Except for Art knew that Maddie had it. Yeah, so um, so Maddie was like, now's my chance. I'm going to steal this reward, which was to sit someone out for the chest thing. We've kind of already been through what happened at the chest thing, which is that once again, Art Green won. Um, he's won so many things. It's wild. It's wild. but And, you know, for, for a long time that was because they were extremely physical challenges. But i got to kind of give him credit here. Like he... He did well doing puzzles, doing acting. Maybe it is just like he's very good at this game. I feel like the uh, the treasure balancing word puzzle, probably the platforms weren't height adjusted. Just no, that's true. No, that's there, true. I think there's still, even when there's not obvious strength physical advantages, um, same with the toppling of the, of the little monuments on the paddles, there's still kind of like height and reach advantages. Um, Look, what I want is just a game where you, all you're doing is anagrams. That's what I want. I want <laughs> Treasure Island, the anagrams version. You know how like Trivia Pursuit put out versions, like the pop culture version and the 40th anniversary bloody red diamond version yeah, and all you, that. I, want, I just want an anagram a version, please. A version? Version, please. <laughs> Not an aversion. Yeah. But let, like, look, I, I'll just say I was like gleefully rubbing my hands together that Art was going to get knocked back this week. I thought the puzzle challenge was going to destroy him. And to be fair, it kind of did that first. Oh, Woody's just messaged me. Has oh. he? Yeah. What's he said? Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> what has he said? No, I can't. It's spoiler okay. stuff, so don't worry about it. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I was expecting Art to kind of get knocked back this week and, and he wasn't by those puzzles and by the no. shoots. So to that, you've got to say respect. But also aided by his alliance and so on. Um, you know, so yeah, but it wasn't pure strength. It wasn't pure Art Green, physical brawn, acai bowl for breakfast, ice bath for lunch, you know. Um, yeah. But in the chess, comp the chess competition, the problem that I have is I believe Susan DeVoy started. Uh, mm. Therefore, she had to do one extra turn than art so when she got to her turn and couldn't make another move I was looking at that board and I'm like if art had another move I don't think he's got anywhere to go either true I'm gonna be honest mm. I was real confused by this I don't really know much about chess I fear chess I fear chess <laughs> I don't I don't want to enter the chess conversation because I don't understand it so when I saw okay. this I was just like good luck to all of you I want no idea what's going on here <laughs> Look, we can't change a thing. Arts one. We are left on the cliffhanger of we're down to peers next week and art has the power to choose the peers, right? Does this mean next week is our last week? No. Next week's our last week. Far because we'll out. go to we'll go to peers, one peer will get knocked out, then we'll be top four, then the ne on the Tuesday night episode, that fourth person will be knocked out and then it'll be final three and the treasure's gonna be dug up, dug up next so Wednesday. Sad. It's crazy. 
Christ, I'm not some... ready. I'm not and ready. I, do you know, like Duncan's posted in Slack that this this uh, iteration of the show has rated really, really well. So I'm so pleased for the fans that we didn't put people off watching. <laughs> well, I also, you know, I texted you this theory when we were kind of last week after talking about, you know, how it's been very faves heavy and all of that, that I thought maybe it would have been good to have just a pure Treasure Island season. Like, you know, for fans of the show, for game players, to build up um, a bit more of a profile of the fans so the audience and the production has a bit more of a relationship with them. And then put that season against the faves. Give, mm. like, I, I think the fans should have got a bit more time and I think the odds were just kind of stacked against them in this in this context because the faves are just taken up, well, definitely now, but taken mm. up all the oxygen. <laughs> I think I also would have liked to see maybe just a mixing of the fans and faves in the camps right from the word go. The so start, you've got yeah. two camps, but they've both got fans and faves in them. And I reckon it would be awesome as well to try and choose faves who haven't been on a season together so they don't mm. have an existing relationship because I think that goes a long way to them just immediately. And, and, and New Zealand being a small place, they probably do know of each other to start with. So what about drip feeding people in? Just one fan and one fave in each camp for, you know, half a day. And then you add another fan and another fave. So they've got all like a, a chance to kind of bond with each other or even mm. stick some faves together who you know hate each other. And so they're kind of forced to form relationships with the fans because – I think that's the one takeaway from this whole thing, watching it back, is like how much it was um, the faves really, I mean, they stuck together because they were a group, but I think there was a sense that the faves felt like maybe they were uh, better than the fans, <laughs> you know? Mm. There wasn't necessarily mm. a lot of like keenness, even though we merged super early for some relationships to form there, aside yeah. from Wardian, Wardian art, of course. I just think if we if we had had you for a whole season and Wardy, you know, and really had time to get to know the fans on their own against each other, because you know Treasure Island back in mm. the day they did have a few seasons, right, where it was just pure mm. normie yeah. or normie adjacent. In fact, folks. Clark Gayford was in there. Um, Clark Gayford was in one yeah, of them. Which is <laughs> the most normie man of all. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to drop a bombshell. I'm starting <gasps> to think as I'm watching this show. I should have just stuck with Wardy the whole bloody time. Mm. Should have just stuck with him. I said to him, I didn't think we were, I didn't think you really were that keen to be in alliance because we didn't talk about it. And he was like, yeah, but we had, I thought we had this understanding. We like, it's solid. We don't need to talk about it. It's just there. And I'm like, oh, God, I missed the memo on that. Damn. You know? Damn. What could have been? We could have taken me for the spa day. <laughs> oh. that, that face did look delicious oh wow that did yeah never mind so last week final six you got dame susan maddie mclean you got lance art lana and oh Woody. dear Woody. sorry Woody. Woody. <laughs> once again erased oh i love you Woody. i truly truly do i'm hashtag team that Woody. Is, with there's fan on fan <laughs> violence <laughs> I'm hashtag Team Wardy with a with a side of hashtag Team uh, Dame Sue's. I would love to see Lana or Dame Sue's just come out of nowhere, and I think they've both got it in them. Like oh, you see it have. when Lana was against R and there, you know, like the. But we haven't had a lot of time with them in terms of their gameplay and strategy, which does give me pause. 
to believe. Mm. But who knows? We might be, they might be faking us out with the edit. At, at this point, though, gameplay and strategy, you know, anything that doesn't come to, you know, there are conversations we know happened that never got put on air because they never turned into anything because someone went home. Um, then gameplay and strategy can almost start at any point now. You know, like people mm. can turn, people can switch alliances. So I think it's going to be really interesting next week. I found this week difficult just to see, again, just so much dominance from Lance and Art. It looks like they're going to be paired together. Um, I'm sure that that either they're going to be paired together or they'll split to try and – oh, no, it doesn't work like that, though. You don't get to choose anything from here on in. It's pure competition. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if Art pairs himself up with Lance. I have no idea what happens. I'm excited to see it. Ooh. I just I I I I love you Lance and I love you Art but I don't I I kind of want someone else to win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm with you Jane. I'm with you. All right. That's it. Thanks very much. We'll be back next week and um we are also have our Mass AU recap podcast dropping tomorrow so make sure that you check that out too because there's just there's not enough oh, television. Just watch so it all. There's so much drama. All right. Bye. All right. Hello. Kia ora e te iwi, te aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.